The Obama administration will likely provoke the very nuclear arms race it hoped to avoid. Supporters of the deal point to the economic exigencies that compelled Tehran to agree to it. But Tehran was also motivated by the scientific imperatives of building nuclear weapons. For much of its existence, Iran's nuclear program was subject to sabotage and sanctions, and relied on primitive centrifuges. As Hamid Bayadinejad, one of Iran's lead negotiators, has admitted, the Iranian scientific establishment appreciated that a reliable industrial-sized nuclear program required advanced centrifuges, ones that operated as much as 20 times as fast as the primitive ones. And Iranian officials understood the need to shield their program from sabotage and possible military retribution. The problem was that it would take approximately eight to ten years to introduce the new generation of centrifuges. So the challenge for Iran's diplomats was to legitimize the nuclear program while negotiating a research and development schedule that fulfilled the scientists' requirements. The final agreement met these needs. The JCPOA allows Iran to develop advanced centrifuges and begin installing them in the eighth year of the agreement. Thus, not only did Iran get the sanctions removed and its nuclear program legitimized, it also obtained the timeline it needed for the mass production of advanced centrifuges. Indeed, in highlighting the achievements of his negotiators, Iranian President Hassan Rouhani emphasized the development of new centrifuges from concept to mass production. So fast and efficient are the new generation of centrifuges that Iran could easily build a small facility producing weapons-grade uranium that would evade detection. And once Iran is in possession of weapons-grade uranium, it will also have a fleet of reliable ballistic missiles at hand. Revise and resubmit. Given the many disturbing aspects of the JCPOA, the next U.S. president must revise it. Even Secretary of State John Kerry has acknowledged that a future administration might want to find some way to strengthen it. Indeed, there are a number of ways to do so. Most important, the United States should undo the Sunset Clause, which lifts some of the most essential restrictions on Iran's program within as little as eight years. Instead of having an arbitrary timeline determine the longevity of the accord, U.S. officials should insist that when the deal expires, the United States, the five other great powers that signed the deal, and Iran hold a majority vote on whether to extend the agreement's restrictions for an additional five years, and that such a vote be held every five years thereafter. The precedent for such a move is the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. After that treaty expired, the vast majority of the member states voted to extend it in perpetuity. The United States should also call on Iran to ship all its enriched uranium out of the country for good. After all, the JCPOA itself stipulates that Iran's spent fuel from its plutonium production will be sent out permanently. A similar process should be put in place for its enriched uranium. And given that the new generation of centrifuges would dramatically expand Iran's enrichment capacity and shorten its nuclear breakout time, the United States should insist that Iran's centrifuge stock be limited to the rudimentary centrifuges. As for Iran's ballistic missiles, 
They have no legitimate function other than delivering a nuclear payload. And so the international community should continue to demand that Iran permanently forego the development of such missiles. The United States should also press for more intrusive inspections. The current plan gives Iran 24 days to admit inspectors to certain sites. A far cry from the anytime, anywhere inspections that the White House had promised. A revised deal should draw on the experience of South Africa, which dismantled its nuclear weapons around 1990. It provided the International Atomic Energy Agency a full accounting of its previous nuclear history and allowed inspectors to visit military installations with as little as a day's notice. Since it was determined to disarm, South Africa had no qualms about such requirements. If Iran is committed to proving its goodwill, it should accept a similar verification system.